Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Calling all podcasters, musicians, vloggers, and reporters, and everyone else who wants crystal clear recording that's super portable. The Sure Motive family of microphones makes studio quality audio that's as simple as plug and play. Many of the world's top podcasters rely on Shure, and with a Motive line of iOS and USB microphones, portability is now your friend. Imagine being able to get great audio quickly and easily from your phone, tablet, or computer. Simply visit Shure.com slash Motive to start getting great audio for your content now. That's S-H-U-R-E dot com forward slash M-O-T-I-V. Michael Madhouse, presented by Insane Throttle Biker News, hosted by none other than... Well, right now, I don't feel too agreeable. ...everyone's favorite online personality, the thorn in every field side, James Hollywood Machikari and his partner in crime, Double Barrel. I'm James Hollywood Machikari, and we're joined here today by uh, Double Barrel. And today we're going to be taking on uh, the LawAbidingBiker.com fellows. They do a uh, podcast over there on Law Abiding Biker. We're already laughing. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know, let's read one of their quotes right now. This is from Ryan Erlacher. I guess he's a cop in one of their uh, fuzz clubs. And he states, if you are classified as a one percenter outlaw motorcycle gang, OMG, by the federal government, then you're already being legally criminally profiled he calls uh motorcycle profiling a joke what do you think about that double barrel yeah well maybe to him it is because it damn sure ain't to anybody else you know i taste fucking guy you know they do a lot better if they just shut the fuck up you know what they <laughs> you know what he came out and said that cop clubs were actually a part of 99 percenter clubs yeah well <laughs> I bet a lot of ninety nine percent of clubs right now are saying what the fuck. <laughs> you know you know what's funny is is uh what was it, the one madhouse we touched on the fact that if if a club comes out and says law abiding, we usually just say, All right, you're ninety nine percent, we get it. There's no reason to say law abiding. There's no reason to say the words. And we don't know why. We know that it came in the late nineties and blah 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 blah. Well, if you wanna know, just look back on our past podcast and that's what we're talking about. <laughs> but uh I think this guy missed the boat in a lot of ways, but you know, I think we missed the boat in a lot of ways because now we're finding more and more cops that are putting one percent on and blah 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 blah. That's fuck, man. It's a fucked up world. <laughs> I really think the is. lines are really blurred now in the motorcycle club scene. I really do. Well, uh, you know what? This goes back to we got to start figuring out how to just say fuck it to the ones that are established. You know, between the beefs, between all the clubs. And we got to come together. And I know everybody's like, that's not possible, blah, blah, blah. And now you got all the keyboard warriors that keep the bullshit going. You know, the sidewalk commandos. And it's just not going to happen. There are established clubs 
you know, even if you don't want to recognize certain clubs as established, they are, like it or not. And everybody's just got to come together and say, all right, enough's enough. You know what? You want to be an LE, that's fine. You know, <laughs> whatever, dude. Go around, run around with your little LE patch. I don't even give a fuck anymore. I really don't. But, but, there's a huge but. <laughs> don't put one percenter on. Don't compare yourself to the, the guys that have gone out there and really thrown down for their shit, you know, <laughs> just stop already because you're, you're not helping your cause at all. You just sound stupid. Well, what do you think about that guy? Actually, you know, that guy is a cop over at lawabidingbiker.com. And did you listen to that podcast where they sat there for 20 minutes uh, uh, giggling a, like little girls? Oh, we're going to block this guy. We blocked this guy. It, was that, was that, that was from a couple years ago or a year ago? That was last year. But it, I, I, I did to, hear it. I did hear it. But they I, sat there giggling like some schoolgirls, and they wonder why we pick on them. You know what I was laughing about is they were talking about how profiling is a bullshit thing. And I couldn't help but think, all right, so you're a cop asking cops if they profile, and they said no. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, you're right. I bet you they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, you know what's really funny about these cops? And I actually brought it up with that sheriff in the last interview mm -hmm. where there was a study out of Kentucky where it showed that there was more cops that had been arrested for felony crimes than OMG uh, members, yeah. as they call it. I and you know, that. and do you know their com comeback was, well, there's more cops out there than OMG members. You know what? Ain't what? one enough? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, okay. These are supposed to be cops. You know what? If you want to make that argument, that's fine. Okay. So there's more cops than there is fucking outlaw gang, whatever, as they put it, right? I'd still say MC, but, you know, hey, you call it whatever you want. But my thing is, is, all right, that's your argument. All right, cool. We can go with that argument. My biggest problem with what that guy did is he put the public in jeopardy in the same route. Like I talked about last time when I said you're going to get that fucking citizen with the iPhone confronting these assholes waiting for him to fuck up. Alright? And there's going to be a problem. And he's not going to for one second tell me that that might not happen. But I guarantee you he never thought of it. No, oh, I bet they never thought of it because you they're know, too busy high and mighty out there playing law and order and bullshit well, like that. you know... <laughs> I still can't get over the fact that he says, well, there's more that's been convicted because there's more of us and less of them. That makes no sense at all to me. Well, no, he's saying that the, the, Ten, there's the majority almost, rules. I, I well, get it, You know, but, yeah, majority rules, but that 1% out there, those are ones that had police powers over the citizens, you know, of the county, the state, the city that they're well, in. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with that statement. All I'm saying is, is the way he, because I, you know, when I was listening to it, I, I thought I thought you should have brought up the public more, because I don't think he's got to come back to that. To be honest with you, I really do. You're putting the public in harm's way by trying to be Magnum PI over there, you know, catching these assholes. But he don't think of it that way, obviously, because I listened to that and he was. I mean, if you were gonna do the company line, he did great on the company line. He really did. He fucking word for word verbatim, you know, here, we're here to pull, you know, protect the citizens. And right when he said that, that's when I was like, 
<laughs> I was listening to it and I'm like, you fucked up. You know, I was really pissed. <laughs> because, all right, yeah, you're here to protect the citizens, man, but motherfucker, you're kind of dragging them into it. I mean, you really are. <laughs> well, you know, another thing you bring up, how to protect citizens and stuff like that. What well, do I didn't you, he brought it up. Well, he brought it up. <laughs> what do you think about that jackass down in uh, Florida that came out with FBI next to him, right? I think it was a Volusia County Sheriff who says OMGs or motorcycle clubs are domestic terrorists. I think he's a good federal bitch. <laughs> what do you think? How's that for truthful? No, seriously. How dangerous is that statement? You know what? Remember when I said, I will not deny that there are good fucking cops in the world. I will not deny that. But what? The feds want is they want a guy to be their little bitch, as I'm going to word it, or minion. Oh, he they played the minion want, bitch. Right. They, they're dictating and they're fucking, some of these cops out there are fucking yes sir, no sir, yes massive. You know, <laughs> I'm right. good jobs for you. You know, fuck man, just, and this goes, you know what, we talked about, uh, how the dictatorship of the dominance on the smaller clubs and all that crap. It's no different in my eyes with that. And here's what I mean. If I got a bigger, higher power, or they want to think they're a higher power or whatever, dictating to a smaller guy, and the smaller guy does it, you're just as bad. I'm sorry. Now, I'm not saying fuck every bit of a 1%. I'm not saying fuck every bit of protocol. I'm not saying any of that. What I'm saying is, it seems nowadays that fucking people like to follow the leader entirely too goddamn much. Well, that's all it's become out there is follow the leader and be, a, you know, a bunch of sheep. Right. And it, and it's getting to be a joke. That's why I said, you know what? These higher level clubs, these huge clubs that are out there need to come together. Whether they're 99%, 1%, doesn't fucking matter. They need to come together and find a common ground to fight the bullshit that's coming everybody's way. And it's not just 1%ers way or 99%er or specific 99%. They all got to come in their way. And well, you know, we got to remind the folks again, and maybe that jackass over at lawabiting you know, biker.com, that cop cubs are not considered 99%ers. So, where the hell ever he got that? No, no, I bet not. 99%ers right now are cringing. I'll tell you what, man, I know, I know for a fact, I got a few calls. Um, after you, uh, people looking at that, you did that YouTube thing, right, for your YouTube show. And they were watching it, and they were, clubs were looking at their little list of law-abiding. There are some pretty pissed-off fucking clubs out there that aren't a part of that fucking organization, but they are listed. Well, which ones did he have listed on there? Because I knew I got a lot of hell for that, and I was like, hey, man, don't give me fucking hell. Your name's up on the thing. Right, but what I'm saying is, is I know for a fact that there were a lot of clubs that were calling them bastards saying, hey, fuck you, man. We ain't on this bullshit. And <laughs> we'll see what comes about with it. <laughs> we will. But you see, but that's the thing. That's the thing. Remember I was talking about how I said sometimes these assholes may just put shit up there to try to make it look like they're bigger than they actually are. Right, right. You know what? It's coming to pass now. It really is coming to pass. So, I mean, you you might see the tides change for this fucking site. I mean, there there really might be 
a difference on it. So, I mean, you know, you know how it works. Right, right. Well, you brought up a good point with the clubs being pissed off on there. Mm-hmm. I'd be pissed off too, you know. I don't know if he was using it because they came on his podcast or they were actual members, but I know there was some pretty uh, hefty no, no, no. pissed I, off I, guys I'm telling out there. You, it's because they want to seem bigger than what they are. You know what I mean? It, all right. Look, if you have, let's say you have, I don't know, let's say you have 18 clubs that are a part of your law-abiding association bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you just put, you know, we're we're big and bad. We have eight clubs. How's that really look when, you know, fuck man, in the state of Illinois, I think there's like you know sixty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, that's so, another thing. They were out there bashing uh, the COC too. Did you hear all that? No, I didn't. <laughs> I, <laughs> they were out there. They bashing bash them. everybody that that isn't with that though, aren't don't they? I mean, basically, they're the right and they're the ones in charge, and you know everybody else is wrong, right. you know. But that's the you know that's a cop's line, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I really wish this. I, you know what? I really wish them dual jackasses would come on and debate us. What are they gonna say? I'd really wish. No, you know, no, no, seriously. They're all like, arrogant little pricks, and I wish they right. come up. You know, they went after uh, the Motorcycle Profiling Project website, knowing that they're not a big operation and stuff like that. Oh. But they, you know what? Insane Throttle's big enough to come at you, so why don't we do this thing? Well, yeah, but you know what? Remember what the sheriff said to you when you did that? That's pretty much what they're going to say. I, I, I'll almost guarantee that's pretty much what they're going to say. They're just going to fucking repeat the company line over and over and over again. Look, me personally, I know you do, but me personally, I don't give a flying shit where you go, what you do, or whatever. It's only when you blur the line of, like, you know, we're just as big and bad as fucking, you know, whoever they want to pick on that day. (laughs) (laughs) All right? No, you're not. No, you're not. You're bound within the law, you're bound within the constraints, and if you start shit, you start getting your ass kicked, you're going to fucking pull the badge. Oh, that's all they ever do. Oh, I'm a cop, I'm a cop. You know, and I know that there are clubs out there that say, you know, and even I know for a fact that there are clubs out there that do have cops in their club, and they say, you pull that fucking badge and not take your ass whooping, you know, you're fucking out. Now... As many people that listen to our shit may not believe that, it's very fucking true. It's very true. So, I guess you gotta look at it in all directions. I, personally, like I said, I don't give a fuck what these guys go and ride and do and whatever. Just don't come on and say how fucking awesome you are and how everybody else is wrong. Alright? Even with us, we always sit here and say, look, prove us wrong. You know, not by speculation, not by, oh, I heard this crap, and don't bring up shit from years upon years ago. We don't care about that, because every club, like we have stated before, every club has dirt, period. Well, just like I told that sheriff, yeah, every club has dirt, but you know what? I named uh, an investigation going on with one of their own police chiefs, and he, you know, got the blah, 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 blah on me. Yeah, but but that's my point, you know? You get these fucking dudes that... uh, you know, the haters do it. The fucking cops do it. They all do it. They bring up shit from, like, 
you know, and, you know, in 05, these sons of bitches. Well, dude, it's fucking 2018. I don't care shit what they did in 05. Because every fucking club, I don't care which one you support, don't support, whatever. Every club has dirt under its fucking rugs. Every single one. Every single one does. And you can, you could name stuff and hate every one of them. So your argument is stupid. I hate it when people bring up shit from the past. Just what are they doing now? (laughs) Well, did you find it funny how they, uh, you know, define one percenters? The actual definition happened after Hollister and stuff like that with the AIMA. Yeah. And it was about, you know, all the partying and stuff like that. They weren't banging drugs back then when all that shit came out. Our first fucking podcast when we said, you know, before the term one percent came out, everybody was a goddamn independent. Did you think we made that shit up? Uh (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what the fuck is everybody was an independent. Everybody. All right. So you got you got a hierarchy now or you got a COC now or you got a whatever I don't care. But if you're talking about back in the old days, everybody was an independent. Period. I don't care what the fuck you come up with. It they were. <laughs> That's all there was. To Actually, it. clubs back then were just race uh, teams. That's all it was because okay, dirt but, track racing was the big thing, and then you know this yeah, AMA you know what, shit even, happened. Even then, that's even more of an independent because they were competing against each other, so they cared about themselves. Right. Period. The whole point of a fucking independent. <laughs> That's all there is to it. So. And you know what? And and I laugh now because people nowadays, well, they're independent. That's fucked up. Or like you got that one guy that said RCs are the reason of the bane of existence or whatever. Mm-hmm. Dude, you're a fucking moron. That's all there is to it. They're fucking independent. Big deal. All right? That's it. Now, the biggest thing we need to do, we need to get past all that, come together and fight this bullshit. Right. Period. Right. Well, you know what? If people like it or not, you got cops on one side, you got us on the other now. That's the way it's, you know, coming out to be. They got their own association competing against COC. And yeah, they're you you know what? They're using devious means to promote it too. You know like what, you though? said, clubs that were on that page called up and said, Hey, we're not part of them guys. Right. But that you know, you know what that's what that's what's funny about it is is th- they act a lot bigger than what they are. Yeah, they're not, you know what law you know, abiding or association of law abiding bikers. There really ain't shit. They got maybe what eight or nine freaking clubs in there, and I, I actually cops. I don't know their numbers because how are you supposed to know their numbers? You know, according to some of the clubs that, and and you know what I believe them because there's no reason for them to lie. And I know that they're talking to this site, that site we're talking about, saying, "Hey, take our fucking name off of it." You know what you I? Know? You know what everybody bangs on Iron Order, but they actually called me and said, "Hey." We're not a part of them motherfuckers, man. We have nothing to do with them. Yeah. Well, okay. Exactly my point. You know? And But you know what? Oh, iron or a perfect example. There's a bazillion of them. All right? Again, trying to make yourself look bigger than what the fuck you are. So you're going to take one of the biggest clubs in the fucking world, all right, and say, well, they're a part of us. Well, guess what? Asshole, they're not. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck. That's my point. They're acting a lot bigger than what they are, and because they're acting that way, a lot of people feel they're stuck. You know what I mean? A lot of people feel... Hell, I don't even know. But the point of the matter is, is look, if you want to join whatever, I don't care if it's a COC or whatever, I don't really give a fuck. It, it's, 
It's not my bad. I got no fucking horse in the race, dude. I don't care. Yeah, that's what I always say. But <laughs> everybody wonders why I'm not in the club scene anymore. Well, look, it's it's just a pointless argument. How the fuck you? What are you gonna argue about? You know what I mean? What do you, what turf? There is no such thing as turf anymore. No, There's that's, fucking that's clubs been, everywhere. That's been settled. You know what? And that's what I don't understand. And you know what? Clubs are responsible for their own monsters right now with all the bullshit. Oh, without a doubt. You know, territory's doubt. been freaking settled years ago. You know what? And they're S- still fighting over the stupid shit and what they well, don't uh, understand. With the territory. Nobody owns anything. Well, what they don't understand. <laughs> that's it. This ain't the 90s, and this ain't even the early 2000s where they can go out and pull the bullshit that some of these clubs have done. Yeah, without a doubt. How many times have I said there's fucking cameras everywhere? Everywhere you look, there's a freaking camera. So you're going to go out there and pull a Sons of Anarchy like the idiots down in freaking uh, Florida did? No, I think somebody would know if you killed 87 people in an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that how that works? No, I'm talking about that dude freaking that pulled up on their bikes and shot that dude in the truck. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, what kind of shit is that? <laughs> I don't even know anymore. <laughs> you know what's, what I find kind of funny, though, is is at one point in time in our lives, <laughs> that shit would have seemed like kind of normal. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I think we evolved and got smarter than that. No, you know what? What it was is, like I said before, like with the fight with the uh, the BPs and that chick and that dude. You know, it was a perfect example. Here is a camera angle. I bet you there's three other camera angles of that fucking fight. It's like watching UFC only in real life. Exactly. You know what I mean? There's cameras everywhere out there. Yeah. So, so you know what? We're partially to blame, but, you know, the shit that uh, law-abiding's out there spewing. You know what? I la- Look, the, the law-abiding... I don't even call it the law-abiding. It's guys like this association dude that are just missing the fucking boat. And I also look at it as, all right, I take it, especially doing this show, I've kind of took a step back and looked at shit. All right, support clubs. I'm going to talk directly to you guys right now. We have had numerous upon numerous fucking things where you guys are unhappy with the dominant that you support or whatever, and that's one thing or another. So here's my problem, though. You guys feel bulletproof going after these big independent clubs. And I have to start wondering what the fuck's wrong with you guys. <laughs> right? I mean, all right, here you are. Let's say you got, what, 20 members, 15, 20 fucking members, whole entire, but you support. Do you really, for one second, think that you could go against a huge independent club for one second? I don't care if you think half of them are pussies. If they outnumber you 100 to 1 and you think half of them are pussies, that's 50 to 1. <laughs> all right? What I'm saying is is all this stupid shit across the board needs to stop. Exactly. 100%. Everybody needs to start coming together as one or they it's just, just well, going to get worse. And everybody to wants to cry about cops. It's going to get worse. And what I'm getting at is some of these guys like this fuckbag from this goddamn site over here. They prey on that shit. They prey on the fact that these these support clubs or sometimes the 1% will start shit with their little supposed alliances. (laughs) And they prey on it. They hope it happens. It's the same thing that I said when the feds will go after cop clubs, the ones that they don't think will fall in line with their agenda. They'll go after them first because they're worried they'll be sympathizers. 
That's a fucking 100% fact. So, <laughs> you all, everybody can take however what we say one way or another. They always do. We right, always, you know, right. you get the, well, that's Well, you know true. what I don't understand so, about support clubs sometimes? What? Why the hell are they writing us or asking us to talk about shit and bitch and moan? Why don't they take care of their own shit? But they okay. <laughs> That's what I don't. You know what? We get that a million. Well, I'm not happy with our dominant. Yeah, well, that ain't what? my problem. <laughs> you know how funny that is to me, honestly. Dude. You're willing to start shit with these fucking massive independent clubs, but you don't know how to stick up to your dominant. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking insane? I thought it used to be where a man's a man before the patch, and now uh, it's... my point. <laughs> or, you know what? Again, fucking love the patch you're wearing. And if you don't love it and you're not ready to defend it against anybody, anybody, don't fucking put it on. Period. No. That's all there is to you it. You know what? It seems like nowadays all a patch is about is to get the pussy and have, you know... Go out there and raise hell. It's not about the brotherhood anymore. To raise? How are you going to raise hell? We just got done saying there's 87 cameras. What are you, well, you what can are go you out there and raise hell? hell, man. Go out there and do what, some old down the road. No, get out some <laughs> old school. Get some old school biker parties going at the woods again. At the, the way woods, it used to, used to be. 87 cops in the fucking woods. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> there's, you still can get out there and rally like it used uh, to be, man. You know what? I 100% agree that you can. And I I know that they do. But the problem is now it's about going bar to bar. It's about bar to bar. It's about uh, you know I put I put big miles on today. Oh yeah, how far did you go? Fifty miles. I almost spit my coke at somebody the other day when they told me that. <laughs> I already fucking put fifty miles on fifty miles. That ain't nothing anymore. Are you shitting me? I remember on the weekend, and I truly do, and this is in the Chicago area, mm-hmm. you know, we used to go out to the woods that was Schiller Woods, and we'd party all freaking weekend, get stupid drunk, get laid, have all the partying, and then the next day go out for a four or five hundred mile ride out west. You know what? And I agree with that statement. And I'm not saying that you have to ride a million miles, which makes you less love the motorcycle. You know what? Life comes into play. It does, man. Sometimes you got to fucking work or whatever. What I find funny, and the reason why I almost spit my coke on this dude, was this motherfucker sitting there acting like, holy shit, that's a lot. Now, this is no shit. If I go to work and back, it's 50 miles. I just went to work. I went nowhere else. I just went to work and back. 50 fucking miles. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, so when i'm looking at this guy it's like man i've been out three times man i went 50 miles what the it's would you like, go to the gas station put yeah. some gas in go to the bar stop go home you need to get him some you know tricycle wheels and i'll shit bet like you he was all bundled up too to do that <laughs> <laughs> or you get the guys that ride around in the town in a circle over oh, yeah. and over and over oh, again yeah. i love those guys <laughs> yeah. put on some miles today oh my god dude but, you know, really what it was with the uh, old club scene was that you'd go out, party, and fucking go out the next day, fucking ride freaking hard, and then party a little bit more, and, you know, go do your thing you know at home. You know what's funny, though, is, is you never really even had to ride hard. You never really had to whatever, as long as you were just living it up. Yeah. That's what mattered. Nowadays, it's all about, you know, shit, them keyboard warriors drive me nuts, dude. Yeah, <laughs> they drive me fucking crazy. I find the ones that repetitively comment on everything that, like, even our our site here, that they just repetitively comment, 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 comment. 
talking about what real bikerism is. Right. Okay. Right. And all right, let me help you out, guys who do that. If you have time to comment continuously the whole day, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you're not you're not a fucking profound biker guy. All right. You're commenting all day, which means you buy the damn computer. Or looking at your phone or whatever. Just, fuck, dude, shut up. You know, what do you think about that, man? You know, how it's come down to just computers instead of, you know, talking to each other face to face. Well, you know what? I think a lot of people won't talk to each other because they're afraid they might like them. <laughs> you know, I, no, I'm serious. Yeah, look, if you get... I'm not going to say old school guys. I'm not going to say anything. But if you get a guy that's knowledgeable or knows... Or whatever, all right? Even if it's from a club you absolutely fucking hate, most likely they'll get along. They will. They'll laugh about stupid shit or they'll talk about bikes or whatever. Most likely they'll get along. So the only way to not let that happen is what? Not talk to them. You know? that's. I think even Big Pete said something about that, about how he used to know people that maybe they would switch support or maybe they would whatever. And it, it pissed him off because he thought they were good people. You know, he was friends with them. Right. It's kind of funny how they all uh, ran for the fucking bushes after all that bullshit went down with him. Well, but you still get my point. You know? Right, right. I mean... It, you know what? It is funny for somebody, you know, because, you know, I knew him personally back then as I do now, mm -hmm. how much outlooks changed on the whole scene. Oh, you know what? His, his outlook has changed dramatically, and he's probably the first one to tell you that. You know, it, Look, they, like I said before, there are some things that maybe he wouldn't have done that he did or maybe. But you also got to remember all of us, all of us in our little circle over here, it, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. The life life has changed so much that sometimes Big Pete, myself, you and everybody else who works with this site. It's hard to fucking follow. It's hard to comprehend. You have told me millions of times that you get information or whatever that you, you just, you can't believe it. You think it's bullshit because well, yeah, it's I think so it's outlandish. Yeah, it's bullshit. And it's like, well, why the hell are you sending it to me? Right. But <laughs> it turns out it's not, you know, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and that's, dude, it's, it's fucked up. It really is. <clears throat> And there are so many people that are just fucking pushovers now, and it's just driving me nuts. Well, you know, in the last, you know, 15 minutes, let's talk about this, because it feels like the last freaking three weeks, it's been like Rat Patrol Fuck yeah. over at Insane Throttle. Yeah. Uh, oh, the information that comes into us, comes in by the volumes. Right. And, you know, especially this Pike and Portilla trial. Mm -hmm. Here are nationals that were on trial here. And now you got people, well, just like today's story, you had one guy who was convicted in 01. Uh, he's actually was in that gangland bullshit uh, oh, coming out man. to testify against him. You know, <laughs> what the hell is going on with the rats? I I don't know. I uh, And we make fun of the law-abiding clubs. At yeah. least they know who the fucking rats are, I guess. <laughs> you know what? Again, this fucking law-abiding... You know, we'll, we'll just say law enforcement clubs from now on. Law enforcement. Let's go that yeah, route. Yeah, because 
the 99% are calling themselves fucking law by. I mean, it was funny. Black Dragon actually came out. He was, uh, he's the national uh, president of the Black Sabbath MC and says, you know what? I'm going to change that fucking word. <laughs> All the law abiding things. Yeah. That Cause they don't want to, uh, they don't want to be associated with what it. What the hell was it? The prospects Bible or something? Yeah. The prospects Bible. Yeah, he's like, you know yeah. what? I'm going to change that bullshit. <laughs> About time. <laughs> God damn it. Dragon. <laughs> Setting off alarms in here. Uh oh. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what. That woke us up. If it ain't a phone, it's a goddamn smoke detector. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think, man? You think the 99%er should drop that word since there's a lot of confusion going out there now? I Especially think, when the alliance is starting to run around using it? I think that today's generation is confused beyond the realm. And they're not bothering finding out what 1%, 99%, and any other fucking percent that has came out. <laughs> so you got what, 3% or 3%, on? 5%. <laughs> uh, fuck me. <laughs> look, I, I look at things as two. All right? It you're used, 1% or you're 99%. It used to it. be the patches determined which way it was. Now it's not like that at all. Oh, no. Fuck it used no. to be you know three what, pieces you know where, you know, the outlaw reign, the two pieces, you know, you're a regular 99 percenter, and one piece was you're a riding club. Now that shit's gone. Yeah, but you know what? That changed in actually the early 90s, believe it or not. I remember when that came out and people were pissy about it. Um, and most people won't admit that, but it's true. A lot of people did. Because you had, you had like riding clubs inspiring to be something else. You had... Uh, 99 percenters inspiring to be something else. That's why it started turning about. That's why I say, you know, you always bring up three P dude, uh, fuck the, it's done. I'm sorry. It's done. Okay. I look at it as the diamond 1%. If the diamond 1% is sitting on your shoulder, you better not be a fucking cop period. <laughs> you better not sit here and be a goddamn, a narc or a fucking rat. And I'll tell you what, man, some of these 99 percent don't fuck with them. You know, some of these independents especially, don't fuck with them, period. Yeah, I, I, you know, a lot of those clubs come to mind, man, like the Pagawi tribe. There's some touch, you know, tough bunches right there. The Brothers MC, they were always tough. Yeah, I always laugh when I hear that, you know, certain clubs didn't fucking earn their stripes. Let me tell you something, man. You've been around more than five years. You've earned something. Well, yeah, because if you made it to that five-year mark, you're damn right you earned it. You're fucking right, because you know, you know for a goddamn fact that there has just been multiple fights, multiple everything. And to sit here and say, well, they didn't fucking earn it. Why? Why? Because Okay, and here's what I say. Let's say a support one, right? Let's say somebody went to uh, a dominant, walked up and said, hey, we want to be a support for you, and they were uh, a prospect club for a year. You're going to tell me that that club earned their fucking stripes way more than the club that did it independently? Out of your fucking mind. Straight up out of your fucking mind. <laughs> Personally, what advice I can give clubs out there is stop worrying about the bullshit they're getting put on the internet about them. Who gives a fuck? It's you know your patch. I can't, I can't agree with that more. And I know where you got it, and I know where it started. <laughs> <laughs> and most people who didn't read those articles doesn't know where that started, but fucking A, he was right. Yeah, you know he what? He really was, man. Just ride, be happy, and do you. Who How cares about the internet? Yeah, right? 
because and, and this is the truth and look everybody has somebody and this was also from that article everybody has somebody talking shit about them they're always gonna every but single they won't one. do it in person that's the fun thing about this yeah well you know it, like you said with the big pete thing you know he had a bunch of people fucking turncoat run on his ass yeah you know i would be interested to know and who has contacted him as far as, and, and he'll never say it, and I know he won't. But, you know, you get those guys that are real that have to know what Pete is doing. You know, he's doing a good thing. He yeah. really is. He has came out. He has admitted what his mistakes were. He's answering questions for people that maybe don't fucking know. Same thing we do. Mm -hmm. All right. So I would think that he's had some real guys get a hold of him going, you know, I like what you're doing. Well, I know for a fact that uh, other clubs right now are using some of his videos to, uh, you know, train their prospects right well, now. I, I don't know if that's I, a good idea. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I, I think... You know, I think it's, you know, it's wonderful for Pete that, you know, he's got, you know, major 1%er clubs following Look, him. Look, the only reason I don't think that, I've heard that they've used some of our fucking podcasts for, you know, they've told their members to listen to it and shit like that. And with Pete and the whole night. I think everybody should find their own way. You know what I mean? If you want to hear what, what we're all saying, fine. But find your own way, because everywhere in the world's different. That's just all there is to it. Yeah, but, you know, I think that, you know, some people need a nudge in the right direction. You know, I, guys I, I, actually I agree. There. I agree. I'm not <laughs> it's not, you know, it's not, you know, much when you get... Uh, yeah, law-abiding biker. Nudge! <laughs> nudge! It's not many times that you're going to have an ex-regional VP of a whole entire region of a major one percenter club get out there and answer questions for you, talk with, you know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I also agree that, you know, he admits, you know, some of the fuck ups he might have done in the whole nine. That's why I said I'd love to know the people who have reached out to him and said, hey, you know what? I dig what you're doing. Good right. job. Well, because, we get a lot you know of what? That's got to be that. the fucking real motherfuckers right there. Right. And he's a guy that's, he, he got fucked. He yeah, did. He got fucked pretty good. He did. And, you know, I, I've heard the argument that it's karma and blah, 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 blah. And I kind of, I, I look at those people and I say, you know what? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? <laughs> you know what? You don't know what this man did. You don't know what any of us did. Just you know, or had to deal with in the whole fucking night. So go fuck yourself, man. That's basically where it comes down to right there. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. And but what's your final thoughts on uh, law abiding and uh I, I you know what law abiding it, it's a confusing term right now at the ninety nine percent are using law abiding and the whole nine. But I'll tell you what, fucking the the L E clubs that are in this fucking little site here, what is it called? The Alliance, Alliance of Law Bikers bikers or all right. You know what, I understand what you guys are trying to do, I get it and whatever <laughs> all right but you just shut the fuck up just stop you, you didn't corner the market on biker all right you're not the majority you're a freaking leo club you're not nine ninety nine percenters so don't you know try to act like them because right now they're all laughing at you look if, if you want to be a leo club that's fine i don't care but then you know what i'll use that sheriff's fucking bullshit ready <laughs> let's take all the leo clubs and put them together and find out who the majority is now because <laughs> i'll put money that the 99 percent one percent outweigh you by a shit ton so 
And you know what? I'm not even. I'm gonna go so far as to say not all Leo clubs are the same as well. Those are those ones that the feds will go after if they ever decide to take out the fucking clubs. But I don't see those clubs being a part of this alliance. <laughs> <laughs> so, I right, look at it both ways. I, I personally don't give a shit. I ain't got no fucking dog in the fight. Don't care. I think that podcast that I heard and that fucking reading and all that crap. Dude, just shut up. Shut up. Do your fucking videos where you fix shit or whatever. You know what I mean? Just stop. Go try to be somebody you're not and have a Coke and a smile and shut the fuck up. No, no, no. He can have a Pepsi because those, <laughs> those fuckers are anti-gun. <laughs> <laughs> but we, anti-gun. you know, we do invite, uh, I think it's Paul or Paulette as I like calling him. Uh, to oh, come yeah. on uh, Motorcycle Madhouse, and There's we can have a debate him. right here. There's a way to get him. Call him Paulette. That's Paulette right there, <laughs> oh, man. Fuck, man. <laughs> That's on. just like Lollipop, man. You see that video I did on Lollipop? <laughs> I still I haven't heard I from that bastard. I was going to come up. I really was. <laughs> Every fucking one of them. I'm telling you, dude. Where the hell are you, Lollipop? Man, get out of that corner. Come out here and debate us. He's baiting it. <laughs> waiting in the corner. I bet I you know. him and Paulette get along real good. Well, him, Sonny Barger, X Outline, fuck, man. It's hard to keep up with this guy. He knows a lot of motherfuckers. I'm telling you, dude. I wonder <laughs> if they give each other reach arounds. Well, I don't know if Sonny, no. Sonny. No, I'm talking about uh, Paulette and uh, Lollipop. Oh. <laughs> you think they take cold showers in the wee hours in the morning? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't even want to think of it. No. You think they're queer, man? I think they're queer. I, I'm not here to judge. You think, you, you think Lollipop fucking goes to that Hershey Highway once in a while with oh, Paulette? Oh, dude, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if he was riding a shower tower, but I, I don't know. I've heard <laughs> some rumors about a dancing Indian man in the YMCA group. A dancing Indian. Did what? you see that dancing Indian that they had in Iron Legacy, man, dressed up like a naked Indian? And then you had that one guy who was a part of uh, the Blue Knights and the Legacy. And he had that leather hat on it. It reminded it me of the white. naked y- Indian? It was a naked Indian. It's right up on my, uh, that one I, I, I cover on the YouTube that. video, man. Shocking that I didn't want to look at a naked dude. <laughs> I'm very, very. That's upset. the kind of people he has in that club, man. <laughs> they some freaks over there. Yeah, man. but wait, wait, wait a minute. If that was a that was like a Halloween costume party or some shit, even back in the day, there were some naked people running around everywhere. They didn't dress like up like Tonto. I didn't Tonto. say they didn't fucking dress like the village people. I'm just fucking saying. Uh, it happened. I I never knew him to stop and take a picture though. I mean, if you're saying I I ain't looking though. I, don't give a fuck. I ain't looking at the naked. You got to do one of them shake your head moments. To get I that don't vision need to shake your a goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> I won't feel a tingle anywhere fucking looking at that fucking photo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, Lollipop's so proud to be a part of this law-abiding association over there. That's because he's a pussy. <laughs> Straight, no, fuck. <laughs> I know you want that laugh. <laughs> he is a pussy. Think about. Come on. If Do you I were have, an IP of a fucking right. large motorcycle club, wouldn't you want to come on and? Do clear I have here? to say this again? Yeah. I will say it again. This motherfucker gets thrown out of his old club, starts a new one. Joins an association, which he was 100% against for years of joining any sort of association, right? 
joins an association, proudly wears that stupid little patch, sort of like a support patch. He probably had a bl blow Paulette to get while, <laughs> while doing everything in his power to fuck his old club. And you don't think this guy's some special kind of fag? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. I, well, you know, we can, we can go on and on about Paulette and uh, Lollipop, but we're coming to the end of the show. And, yeah, I bet uh, you everybody listening is just pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> well, we can keep going on the next one. You know, I have to bring Lollipop uh, every, every time. fucking time. I gotta bring him up, man. The guy uh, has to come on out. You know, either that you'd think his brothers would say, "Get the fuck out of this club, you jackass." No, they, they'll never do it. They'll never do it. They're probably giving reach arounds to the rest of the. Windows. I don't give a shit what they're reaching for. They just never do it. They, they. <laughs> you know what? I don't know what this guy says to him, but whatever it is, it's some really good bullshit that people believe. It yeah, has to be. It's pretty sad. It is it, pretty sad. It is. So, Well, on the next segment, we're going to be uh, talking to uh, Kinfolk President uh, Diesel. There was some charges made against him out there. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys make up your mind. You got the evidence. I did the interview, asked the hard questions for you. And uh, like I said, it's not insane throttles business to worry about club business. We just report the news. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. with that, I'm, you know, going to see you up in the next segment and uh, listen to the new phone scam we got coming on, man. We love them phone scams. So talk to you on the next segment. Hi, this is James Hollywood Machikari, host of Insane Throttles Motorcycle Madhouse and Biker Angle on YouTube. If you're looking for up-to-date biker news, then Insane Throttle is the place to be. Daily editorials and news that's dedicated to the biker scene. Come on over and join the number one internet biker news site at HardlyLiberty.com. Or come over to Insane Throttle's newest YouTube channel for Biker Angle, hosted by myself on Sundays and The Boss, hosted by Big Pete James on Thursdays. Be there. You are awful, but I like you. Police department? I need to speak with the chief. Who's calling, sir? Sorry, Mercer. About a problem I had with one of y'all's officer. Okay, Mercer? Yeah, M-E-R-C-E-R. Okay, M-E-R-C-E-R. Okay, -E Hold on just a moment. Yeah. Yes. Listen, my name is R.D. Mercer, and we had us a problem last night with one of y'all's officers over here. Over where? Here in town, he stopped my little stepdaughter last night for a burnout taillight, and he said that he wouldn't write her a ticket if she'd agree to go on a date with you. And I ain't, I ain't gonna what? stand, I ain't gonna stand for it. Well, by God, I don't believe that. What's he doing down there trying to work up a date with one of with my stepdaughter? No, you bring your daughter in here and sign this, and we'll and sign a formal complaint. And we'll get him here. I ain't gonna do it. I'm coming down there to whoop somebody's ass. You. Come in and bring her in. I'm bringing myself down there with about a 55-gallon drum of whoop-ass, and I'm going to open it on y'all. No, you better not do that. I guarantee you she done engaged a murder fella over down in Broken Bow. Fella, I don't even know what you're talking about. Are you talking in Broken Bow or Idabelle? Idabelle. She's in Idabelle, and she's going to marry a boy, Joe Biffle. You know Joe Biffle? No, I don't know Joe Biffle. He's a double-diamond Amway distributor down there in well, Broken Bow. You, you bring her in to find a complaint. I ain't doing it. I ain't done it. I'm coming down there today, and I'm going to find that fella, and I'm going to find y'all. You better have your facts straight. Well, I guarantee you that's what she told me. Well, bring her in and let her face him, okay? No, she she ain't. She's too upset about it. She's been sexy harassed down there. 
Bring her in and let her face him. I ain't gonna do it. She done talked to him last night, so I'm, I'm P.O.'d about it. Well, I'm a little P.O.'d the way you're talking. Well, I guarantee you, if somebody... Uh, somebody... If, yeah, I'd bring my daughter in, though, and let her face him. You'd be P.O.'d if it's your daughter, I'd bring you? her in, though, too. Well, I ain't gonna do it. I'm coming down there. And I don't, she ain't never lied to me, and I don't think she's gonna start now. Badge or no badge, somebody's gonna get eyes with You bring her in and let her face him. You ever had an ass whooping? Who? You. Fella, don't be calling threatening me on the phone. Are you a single man or are you a married man? I've got a daughter 27. Well, and by God, do you understand how come I got some If I got, I'd bring her in. I'd guarantee you I ain't gonna do it. Well, then don't come down here raising hell. I'm coming down there to whoop somebody's ass here in about a New York minute. Well. And I tell you what, I'm a... Be, you better get your stuff straight. Well, I ain't gonna have to have it straight when I come down there. Yeah, you are. She got a big bachelorette party tonight, and she's gonna be tore up and ain't gonna be able to have it. I was gonna get to, uh, somebody dressed up like a state trooper and strip for her. Better get your stuff together. His name is John Kaufman. He's coming down here to do that. He's gonna strip down to a, a ammo belt and a nightclub. Who in the hell is this? Hi, this is James Hollywood Machikardery, host of Insane Throttles Motorcycle Madhouse and Biker Angler on YouTube. If you're looking for up-to-date biker news, then Insane Throttle is the place to be. Daily editorials and news that's dedicated to the biker scene, come on over and join the number one internet biker news site at HardlyLiberty.com or come over to Insane Throttle's newest YouTube channel for Biker Angle, hosted by myself on Sundays and the boss hosted by Big Pete James on Thursdays. Be there. I'm Geek the Greek with this week's breaking news. The IOTC Truth page has broken a story which alleges Aaron Diesel Davis, national president of the Kinfolk MC, was a confidential informant for the government in the RICO case, in which members of the Banditos Motorcycle Club were arrested and convicted. IOTC states when you participate in a criminal act and it is documented but everyone but you gets charged, it's because your lawyer is a beast. Meanwhile, a former Washington member of the Kim Folk is quoted as saying about the max exodus of the members from the Kim Folk MC. The reason for the mass exodus is because of me personally. I exposed the indictment on the rat Aaron Davis. I have never been a rat, never been a snitch. All I ever wanted was our brotherhood with brothers we handpicked in our region. I watched this page and seen shit that was embarrassing, and because of this page, I dug and dug. And I found all I needed to pull my real brothers in Idaho, Montana, and Washington out of this. That's the facts. We dropped our colors because we are honorable brothers who will not be involved in a cop club, period. They are everything this page says they are. Today, James Hollywood much Perry talks with Aaron Davis to get the kinfolk side of things. I'm Geek the Greek, and let's get over to Hollywood. Thank you for that, Geek the Greek. This is James Hollywood Machikari, and before we get into the interview, we're going to be playing a tape recording that we received from an unidentified source, and it's with uh, Diesel talking about uh, what's going on with his situation and his denial that uh, he's a rat, informant, whatever you guys might want to call it. And after that, uh, we'll play the interview and get his side of the story out. Uh, there's allegations against me saying that I'm a snitch or uh, I've cooperated with the feds or, I mean, there's there's tons of shit going around. I have never and will never cooperate with those motherfuckers, ever. Yes, my name isn't in that fucking indictment. It's not a hidden thing. 
If I had something to hide, don't you think that it wouldn't fucking be there and it would be sealed? It's already fucking done. Yes, I was in a fucking vehicle on the way to a fucking card game in Colorado when whatever the fuck they fucking went and did, they got out of the vehicle. I do remember that night. I don't fucking know what the fuck they did. It was none of my business. I wasn't involved in their fucking business. It was none of my business. So I really don't give a fuck. It's not still open. The guys have already went to fucking court. It's done. And yes, they were trying to fucking subpoena me. And I went on the run for two fucking months until they fucking went to trial. So basically I did what I had to do to fucking protect my brothers at the fucking time. And now these are the guys going around saying that I'm a fucking rat. So bottom line is it's fucking fake bullshit. Everyone can believe what they want. I will never fucking have anything to hide. Get fucking paperwork on me. It's not fucking there. So, yes, I am our national president. If anybody in this nation feels that I shouldn't be our national president, call it to the head. Let's get it on. Because I'm not one of those fucking guys. I have nothing to hide. I'm not going to fucking beg and plead. I'm not in this position to fucking be our fucking national president and fucking puff my chest. I'm here to be a good fucking brother and do what I'm supposed to do in this fucking nation to keep us strong. So, if you guys feel that I shouldn't fucking be in this position, let me know. And that's fucking straight up. I have nothing to fucking hide. My attorney did contact them when fucking the shit went down and I was in the indictment. They basically fucking told her that there wasn't enough to fucking charge me. And they wanted to fucking subpoena me with fucking anonymity paperwork saying that if I cooperated with them, that I wouldn't be charged. So I basically fucking went on the run. I lived in a fucking hotel without a fucking cell phone for a fucking month and a half. And that's a fucking fact. And there's brothers in this club right now that know that I fucking did that because they were fucking there with me. So this is a fucking real deal. It's not bullshit. So if anybody has any fucking questions or comments, you can contact me. I will never fucking leave this club unless you guys vote me out, which I understand. You can put, take me to trial to have me removed from the club. Then I will leave. But until then, I will not leave this fucking club. This is fake propaganda bullshit, and this is exactly what the fucking banditos want right now is us to be all in fucking turmoil over a fucking goddamn fucking trial that fucking went on that had nothing to do with me. I just happened to be riding in a vehicle. So explain to me this. Fee, the main fucking guy in this fucking case, on his trial day, walks out of court, walks out of court. He's looking at fucking who knows how long, and he cuts his ankle bracelet off, and he's on the run. So tell me. I'm not going to call him a fucking rat or a snitch because I don't fucking have paperwork. But explain that to me. But no one's fucking talking about that, are they? This is old, bandito bullshit that's fucking fake as fuck. I ain't got nothing to fucking say to them. I ain't never going to fucking have nothing to say to them. And this is me. I'm never going anywhere. So, yes, this information. How you doing, Diesel? Good. How you doing today? Good, good. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, Kinfolk and uh, how you guys got started and all that good stuff? Well, basically, uh, we started October 15th of 16, and uh, just a bunch of guys that started. We just wanted to get together and, and basically just do what we wanted to do. So we've kind of built it from there. It's pretty obvious, um, you know, the guy that was in charge at that time. Uh, the nation felt that uh, he shouldn't have been, so, you know, we we have certain ways that we do things, so he was voted out of the club, and, you know, we're, we're moving forward and trying to stay away from this, this fucking bullshit, <clears throat> but it seems like it just surrounds us, you know, really doesn't matter what we do or how we go about it, but uh, 
you know, there's allegations and bullshit, you know, bullshit out there. So, you know, let's let's see if we can, uh, you know, figure out how to move past a lot of this shit. Okay. Uh, you said uh, you mentioned was that Chopper Dan you were talking about? Uh, correct. All right. Can you tell us about Chopper Dan? Because uh, there's reports out there and it's been verified that he's been doing testifying against his old club, the Banditos. Uh, no, I got nothing to say about him. Um, it's all bullshit on the internet and I don't know what's true and what's fake. And, you know, I, I, I honestly have nothing to say about the man. He's no longer in this club. He has nothing to do with us. So, um, nothing to say about him at all. Uh, okay. Uh, when did you start up again? I, um, forgot to write that down. October 15th of 16. Of, uh, 2016? Correct. Okay. Uh, when did uh, you guys leave the Banditos? Because most of you guys came out of the Banditos, am I correct? Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say most, but a pretty good, a pretty good uh, number of us did. Okay, were they mostly Texas Banditos or all over the country? All over the place. All over the place. Can all you tell over. us uh, what led to that split? Uh <clears throat> Man, there's a lot. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and that's, I'm not saying I don't want to talk about this shit, but it's kind of one of those things, you know, I'm here to talk about allegations against me. Um, you know, if you want to set up a, you know, a separate interview, because there's other my brothers that want to be present while we do some of this shit. So, you know, I'm not trying to cut, I'm not trying to cut you short, Hollywood, but it's kind of some, you know, I don't want to go into detail a bunch of that shit, because there we go with allegations and he said, she said shit. Right. You know what well, I mean? That, you know, that helps us, uh, the audience, clear up a lot of the stuff that's been put out on the Internet and set up, uh, you know, kind of the stuff that's been alleged against you. Yeah. Well, and, and that's and that's what we talked about, you know, me and my chapter. If that's something you want to do, I'll come and see you. You know, and I'll come with my chapter and we'll come and sit down and have something official. Okay. Uh, were you uh, part of the Colorado, uh, what was this, the Denver chapter? Correct, Denver South. Okay, is that Denver South in the kinfolk, or is that Denver South with the banditos? When I was a, when I was a bandito. Okay, were you uh, chapter president with uh, the banditos? Uh, that's correct. Okay, so we're just getting that uh, timeline down here. Can you tell us about uh, these allegations that came out with? Uh, this indictment and all that good stuff that broke yesterday. Yeah, I sure can. Um, it was basically, I don't know, in the middle of 15, uh, a bunch of shit happened. The indictment came out. Um, obviously, people were arrested. Um, at that time, uh, basically, they started serving subpoenas on a bunch of people. So I took it upon Was this state or uh, federal? Yeah, state. It never was a federal case. So, I mean, it's all in black and white on that, you know what I mean? Right. Well, this uh, wasn't a federal RICO case? No, it was not. Okay. Nope. So, basically, you know, they started serving subpoenas. Uh, I took it upon myself, went to my chapter. Um, they went to try to serve me at my at my old residence where uh, a bandito actually lived at. Uh, called me and said that they were serving subpoenas. Um, so, I called my attorney at the time. And uh, had her call and see what the fucking deal was. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, they were just trying to wrap everybody into it and, you know, see who's going to fucking go down and sit down and who's not. And I took it upon myself. 
went to my residence, the, another apartment that I had, left my fucking cell phone, left my clothes, and fucking split. So, you know, everybody's out there saying this and that, and I talked and this and that, but there ain't fucking nothing out there. I didn't fucking talk. I will never talk. At the end of that, there's nothing to talk about. I mean, what those guys did on their own accord was their business. Had nothing to do with me. Why so, were you named in the indictment? We were actually at the bar and uh, on our way to a card game. Mm-hmm. So, jumped in the vehicle. We were on our way over there. Um, I mean, whatever they did on their own, that's their shit. So, we, uh, you what's know, I mean, it's the, all there. So, everybody can get a better understanding of this. What was the case, what was the case about? I honestly, I'd have to go back and read everything. I mean, there's tons of shit, you know. Mm. Well, I'm not going to speak on any of that. It's all in black and white, man. Okay. What about, uh, let's see here, going through all this stuff. I had some questions because a bunch of your, is it one chapter or is it a couple chapters that left the kinfolk? Uh, We're actually still trying to put that together. You know, there was a. There was talk of a whole region leaving, this, that. Everybody talked about leaving, but it was just bullshit allegations that were put on the fucking internet. Mm-hmm. So when it came down to the nut cutting, like I said, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, you know, deflect or get away from these from these questions, Hollywood. I'm being straight up with you, man. It's all in black and white. What went on? You know, you know how many guys' names are fucked in indictments? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. We we could have a list fourteen thousand miles long, you know, about guys that are indictments. But maybe I should have been charged. Maybe I shouldn't have. I mean, that was up to the state. You know, I'm not in fucking control of that. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm just being honest with you, man. Right, right. Well, I want to get to uh, the actual charges out there because that's going to help you clear up your side of the story for everybody out there. Uh, okay. What charges again were these guys? You know, you said it was a state uh, and not a federal RICO. Yeah, it, it's all in black and white, Hollywood. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to talk about this shit, man. I have not. I have nothing to say about it. It's not. It's not in my shit. Well, you got to remember that we're on uh, a radio right now, and people have to be able to see this type of stuff because a lot of people don't uh, follow on the internet. They follow on the radio instead. So that's oh, why I know. we're trying to bring it out there so the listeners can I, uh, get an idea. Oh, I understand that. I mean, I could go into a thirty, forty, fifty-hour minute deal about what I think about it and. And what they did, I don't have the paperwork in front of me, and I have nothing to talk about. You know, I'm not I'm not like these guys that talk on the internet. You know what I mean? Mm. Well, what would you uh, like to say out there to try to deflect off of this? Not deflect, but defend yourself uh, against the charges that IOTC's made. Um, basically, just one percenterism. I mean, it's been like that since the fucking fifties. You don't call somebody a rat unless you have paperwork. I mean, we can allegate all we want. I mean, I mean, what is the internet now? It's like TMZ. If somebody says, you know, fucking Kim Kardashian has an alien baby, everybody's believing it because it's on TV. You know, it's you bullshit. Tell me that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's if 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 you got something, you got to have fucking proof. I mean, you don't call somebody a rat unless you got proof. There's no fucking proof. There's not gonna be proof. I've never sat down and fucking talked to any law enforcement in my life. It's not gonna fucking happen. And I'm being straight up to you, man. I'm not sitting here trying to paint a picture for you. I mean, I've, I, I am the way I am, and nothing's going to change that. So everybody can bring allegations against me. There's shit all over the internet, you know. But anybody face me face to face and talk about it, never. Mm. It won't happen. So. Well, you know, uh, one you just brought up. Uh, you guys are a one percenter club, right? That's correct. All right. 
a lot out there is talking about that there's police officers involved with uh, your club. Is this true? That is thousand percent incorrect. Can you uh, explain further where that's coming from? Because we both know one percenters, man, there's no way a cop can be involved in that club. We have zero law enforcement in this fucking club since day one. It's not like, you know, we started and, you know, there's, we found one and, hey, you can't be here. Since fucking jump, there mm. there is no law enforcement in this club at all. Right. Now, IOTC just put out uh, today a picture of, let's see here, I'm trying to pull it up here for you. Is it that sexy one of me or? Nah, not you, man. It's uh, he's listed as Colorado, and okay. he is. I'm pulling it up right now for you, everybody. His name is Tang, and uh, oh. I and the allegations right now that he uh, was a police officer. He's the current uh, national secretary. Okay, that's incorrect. He was not a police officer. So okay. whoever's saying that, you know, that's it's on on you know it's on IOTC. It must be true. You know what I mean? Well, so we're, we're giving you the uh, chance to answer it right now. So he he was not he was not a police officer. Okay. What about uh, Big Swole? Was he uh, military police? Big Swole. He's out of military. Uh, Colorado. I, I would have to check into that. But no, not that I know. Got pictures of him actually in a military police car. Really? Mm-hmm. And it's and it's saying that he's a he's a member of this club. It says he's a member of the Colorado chapter. Okay. Um, him being military police, um, that's something I will look into. Okay. Also, uh, I think it was you know that's where we're all confused if it was one or it was a whole region because I'm getting swamped with emails from uh, yeah. Washington hey, and a ask couple... you a question real quick, Hollywood, before we get on to the next thing. Go ahead. Can I ask you a question? Um, so, and I'm not trying to go back on on the stuff with this big swole, but you know I was in the, I was in that other club for man, let's see seven years mm-hmm. and military police was never checked into i mean i don't i don't even know where that mm-hmm. would even i mean is that what is the deal with that do you know or where is well, that coming you from know do you what, have personally idea? with me you know i rode a long time i was with the clubs and stuff personally to me you know i'm not like everybody else though you know i'm more down the middle oh. where if they gave up their badge hey they're no longer a cop you had some hardcore uh dudes out there running in the pagans like you know philly oh, no. had you know that was yeah. ex-cop and all that kind of stuff but there's other guys no. who think different you know that's why i'm just bringing it up so you can answer it no 100 percent. but you know that's my thing you know everybody just on a daily basis just digs in our ass every day who are these guys but i bet you if we put you know to the nut cutting of who's who in each club you'd be fucking shocked you'd be shocked well, you I know. always had it uh, when I was in, the, you know, growing up in Chicago and stuff, you know, it was always every three members as a rat, so that's how we kept our shit out of, uh, <laughs> you know, jail. Uh, and, and that. You know, no, and, I, and I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to justify somebody in my club. I'm just being straight up, man. Right. I mean, you know, everybody's got the fucking microscope on us, but 
Right. You know, why do you, you think know? that is? Why do they got the microscope on you so much? I, I mean, not trying to puff our shit, but I mean, we, you know, we're doing what we're doing, and I'm mean, honestly, we were tight, and we still are tight. You know, this is something that we talked about last night. You know, the all these guys are talking about leaving. They didn't just wake up and this shit. You know, they seen this shit about me being in this indictment. And they decided to leave. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to it. There's a lot to it. You know, we found out they were shopping other one percent clubs, basically treason. So and they got called on it, and the shit hit the fan from there. You know, oh hey, you know I'm fucking up. So let me let me fucking dream up some shit over here. So and that's a yeah, fact. You, can, you can't be I mean, a member of a club and try to shop around. That I agree on. That's fucked up. <laughs> That's exactly what happened, and and you know I'm not saying any names, but that he basically admitted it. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I've been doing it. Well, here we go. So here we go. Two days later, after the phone call with him, and you know all of a sudden he found fucking all this shit on me, and he's just the baddest thing that ever happened to the fucking face of the internet, you know. So it, it's just fucking bullshit. So basically, a lot of this stuff came out after that breakup. Oh, a thousand percent. Supposedly, you know, they've been looking at it and had it in their back pocket, but, you know, when he got, he was straight up shopping. So, I mean, that's, it's not a hidden thing. So right. when he got called on it and his basic treason, you know, the shit hit the fan from there. You know, I'm going to take everybody down with me. Well, enjoy yourself. Right, right. Fuck it, at least get some paperwork, man. <laughs> Do us all a favor. <laughs> now, one of the big questions I got is a lot of new clubs these days aren't going by uh, the old ways of doing stuff where, you know, you'll hang around a chapter or you'll hang around a guy for about a year to get to know the people. Then you'll probably put them back through another year. That's how it was when I went through. Uh, is that stuff the Kim folks doing right now? Most definitely. Ever since I've been elected, I mean, we're... I mean, yeah, there's a couple 1% clubs that stretch it, you know, maybe twice what we do, but I'm going to talk about exactly how long that is. But there is a long time period. And there's thousands of miles that have to be rode on their motorcycles before they can even be, I mean, it's basically they have a, a card that has to be signed. So, I mean, these guys got to get on fucking ride and do what they're supposed to do, you know, so. Right, so you got it's, national It's not what everybody thinks, like it's that. not, yeah. Yeah, it's not what everybody thinks. Right. Can you tell us about the, the Las Vegas trip you took with Bandito Fee? No. I have nothing to say on that. Was that one uh, named in the indictment, or that was uh, separate sealed? I have no idea. I Also, uh, are you with, are with the kinfolk uh, as one percenters? Are you part of the confederation? No. No? Uh, why not? Why don't you think you uh, want to be a part of that? I'm not going to speak on that. That's something that we talked about. You know, if we decide to come up there and sit down with you, we'll all get together with my chapter and we'll all talk about that. Okay. Uh, so. From here, what do you want to tell everybody out there? Because there's been, you know, some heavy allegations made against you and stuff. There was a recording and all that kind of stuff. We haven't played the recording yet. But, uh, you know. That's why we want to get you on here, give you your chance to go ahead and tell your side. So I'll hold off with any questions and stuff like that, and I'll let you go for it, man. You got the air. Well, well, let me ask you, I mean, what's the deal with the recording? Is that going to be put on your website or, you know, wherever the word did that come from? Well, that was uh, through a source. Uh, you know, I can play it right now if you want. I don't even know if you'll be able to hear it on your uh, phone. 
But uh, oh. before I played or put it on the show, I'll actually let you hear it and stuff like that. Did I actually sent you a link? Uh, were you able to uh, download it? No, I couldn't get it to work. But uh, I'm going to be straight up with you. I'm not going to listen to a recording and then comment on it. I mean, it is what it is. Um, mm. You know, right. it's me. That's how I feel. So I'm not going to sit here and chop it up about the recording. So just right. so you know. Right. Well, you know, basically all the recording is is uh, – you know, you telling your members your side of the story that, you know, you didn't do what was said out there. So, uh, you know, nothing major to me, but, uh, you know, I guess. Well, I, I know which one you're talking about, and that that's exactly how I feel. That's who the fuck I am. So, right. but yes. uh, like you said, you know, what do I have to say? I just, I mean, basically, I'm not here to fucking make any friends or make anybody feel better or because it's not going to matter. You know, I can say whatever I want to say tonight and I, you know, people are going to feel the way they feel. But, you know, we're doing what we're doing. We fucking brought this together to be a fucking brotherhood and not deal with all this bullshit. Mm. So, you know, basically, you know, yeah, we had we had a little bit of a separation a few months ago. And then now we had this. So as far as I look at it, it's like we fucking went into surgery and we removed the cancer. So that's now, that's honestly how I feel about it. have growing pains. Let me tell you, the first five years suck. Exactly. So that, and that's what we talked about. That's what we talked about all the time. Whoever's here five, 10, 15 years from now. Those are the guys, man. I mean, they, the object isn't to fucking live forever, but we're going to create something that will, and, and it's going to take time. So right, we right. got we to gotta make it happen. So what do you say to everybody out there, you know, with this all going around the Internet? What did you want to tell them? I mean, basically, if you fucking hear allegations, why don't you check into it? You know, that, like I said earlier, that's one percenterism. You know, I deal with clubs all the time. I deal with 1% clubs. I talk to them on the fucking daily. You know, they call me, hey, this guy, I heard he's this. I don't just jump on the fucking bandwagon, you know. I get the facts and and, and do what I got to do in my position to fucking do what's best for my club, you know. So it's just, you know, this internet is fucking wrecking, wrecking just clubs in general. I mean, me and you well, shouldn't even be on. Personally, I think it's a fucking, you know, growing up version of high school, but that's just my, you know, my view. Hey, let me, let me read something right here in my notes. This is high school bullshit. And that's exactly right. I got it right here in my fucking notes. So this is retarded, man. I mean, we shouldn't even be having to deal with this shit. But my club decided they want me to speak, and, and that's what we're doing. So it's kind of one of those things. I mean, we're out here to ride motorcycles and fucking have fun and be around our brothers, you know. And every time we turn around, these guys are fucking fake, and they're this, and they're that. But... You know, when we run into them, it's just, it's a completely different story. And I'm not out there on the internet highways. This is Good Time Charlie. Check out my morning show on BIC Underground Radio, Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We got a Pacific Standard Time kind of thing going on here. That's BIC Underground Radio. We're 24 7 music all day long. Get our free app. Just type in BIC Radio or Biker Radio and get joining our family because you just going to love it. You know why? Because it's all about motorcyclism, baby. That's right. BIC Underground Radio and Good Time Charlie. Hey, this is Good Time Charlie, producer, co-director, and actor in the movie Rebel on the Highway. Rebel on the Highway is a pretty damn cool movie. I kind of look at it as the Blues Brothers on Motorcycles. It's got a great soundtrack. 
It's got a lot of folks in the motorcycle world that are legends and also some legendary blues players. Rebel on the Highway, rebelonthehighway.com. Go there, check it out, get some shirts, soundtracks, movies, everything. Just go to rebelonthehighway.com and tell them Good Time Charlie sent you. Wait a minute. I don't think you can tell them anything. It's a website. But anyway, go there anyway. RebelOnTheHighway.com Well, that was a pretty good, interesting uh, episode of Motorcycle Madhouse. I think we put the law-abiding alliance and their mouthpiece, Paul, a.k.a. Paulette, into his place. I think we pretty much drove our point home that Leos are never going to be a part of the 99%er clubs. Never have and they never will. That's just a fantasy going on in their heads that make up for the lack of knowledge that they have and the lack of their balls. But uh, to the situation with the kinfolk, as we always do on Insane Throttle Biker News, there was a story put out there. We give all sides a chance to tell their side of the stories. You know, the story was allegations were made against the national president by members that used to be a part of his club. They provided what they thought was a good case against him, and you heard his response to the charges. Again, we just put out the news, and we always remain neutral when it comes to this kind of stuff. So it's up to the listeners to decide who they believe or what they want to believe and all that stuff. One piece of advice I can give members of clubs, follow the hang around and prospect periods. Make the brotherhood how you want it and stop worrying about what people have to say about you. If you feel comfortable about what your club's doing, what it's about, then it really shouldn't matter what anybody else thinks. Next week on Motorcycle Madhouse, we're going to be diving deep into the Waco situation with uh, Popeye and OG from Texas Biker Radio. Until then, I hope you enjoyed the show. And on behalf of myself and uh, Double Barrel, we thank you guys for continuing to support Motorcycle Madhouse. Hope to see you next week. For 88 years, Ocean Spray has been the nation's leader of everything red cranberry. And now they're proud to announce new Ocean Spray Pink Cranberry Juice Cocktail, made from real pink cranberries. Wait, they've been harvesting them for 88 years? I've missed out on a lifetime of refreshing deliciousness? Introducing new, light, and refreshing Ocean Spray Pink Cranberry Juice Cocktail, now available at Walmart. Better late than never, right? Calling all podcasters, musicians, vloggers, and reporters, and everyone else who wants crystal clear recording that's super portable. The Sure Motive family of microphones makes studio quality audio that's as simple as plug and play. Many of the world's top podcasters rely on Sure, and with a Motive line of iOS and USB microphones, portability is now your friend. Imagine being able to get great audio quickly and easily from your phone, tablet, or computer. Simply visit Sure.com/Motive to start getting great audio for your content now. That's S-H-U-R-E.com/Motive.